Hello and greetings to each of you this day. I am the host of the Being Love in Action podcast, Reverend Kenya C. Williams, a.k.a. The Agent of Love. Yes, I am your favorite grace girl, daughter of the King of Kings, and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I would like to invite you to walk with me on today as I share a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being empowered, encouraged, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to being love in action. Well, good afternoon, good morning, good night, wherever you are in the in the world on today. It is such an always a beautiful opportunity when I get to come back and just share with all of you who are listening all over the world to what God has placed in me to say. So I never take it lightly and I am very blessed to know that you guys are tuning in whenever I do a podcast to listen. Thank you so much. And I hope that you and your families have been blessed and that all has been well with you all um, this week. I hope that again, uh, today brings you a day of blessings that no matter what you're facing, know that you are loved, appreciated and celebrated. Listen, I'm excited about today. I want to just share with you a motivational moment. And can I be honest with you? As I encourage you, I am truly encouraging myself. Whenever God gives me a word to share, um, I'm always the first person to get the word, whether it is to um, encourage me, whether it is to challenge me, whether it is to correct me or just to inspire me. God always does it to me first. And and honestly, right now, as not only myself, I'm quite sure many of you who are listening, we are facing a lot of challenges in the world today. And one of the things that I notice whenever I am really going through something, um, whether it is personally with still adjusting a year and a half after rebuilding my family um, and, and still dealing with those challenges that my family is facing, Um, Whether it is, you know, things that are related to my job and things that may be related to my business, which, you know, right now um, has been on the standstill because of the transitioning or whether it is has to do with the ministries that God has given me um, or dealing with um, mental health as well as, you know, dealing with um, real um, perhaps um, sickness and or dealing with depression. These are real things. And and of course, financial hardship. These are real life issues that I have faced and that I'm facing now that no one is exempt from. You know, some are dealing with those things simultaneously as some of us are dealing with them, perhaps, you know, maybe one at a time. But whatever the case, what brings us all together Um, for those who are listening that are believers in Jesus Christ is that we are family of believers and we face the same consequences. And for those who are listening, who may not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and savior, you're dealing with those issues as well. And so one of the things that I notice when we are dealing and when I find myself dealing and overwhelmed, um, that one of the biggest areas in my life that begins to take a hit is my prayer life. 
So you're talking about someone who is an intercessor <laughs> by nature, someone who prays. You know, I can pray at the drop of a dime. Um, I hear something or feel something. I'm praying for that person, whether I know them or not. But sometimes when I'm facing, you know, challenges in my life and I'm overwhelmed and, you know, I have sometimes I feel like the world on my shoulders. And so I know if I feel it, we all feel it and everyone and, and some of you, you know, you're feeling it as well. Many of us. And so one of the things I realized is that one of the greatest parts of the, my life that tries to that the enemy really begins to try to attack me in is my prayer life. OK, so today I just want to offer a quick motivational moment and it's titled when it's hard to pray. When it's hard to pray, what do we do when it's hard to pray? And today I'm going to be reading from Romans 8, uh, chapter 8, verses 26 through 28. And I am reading from the NIV translation. And so here's what the word of God says. In the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. When we do not know what we want to pray for. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us. Amen. But the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in according accordance with the will of God. And that was verse 27. And here's verse 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For many believers, this is a, a very um, familiar passage of scripture. In fact, Romans 8 is one of my favorite uh, chapters in the book, uh, in the Bible, because it is very encouraging to me. So I found myself throughout the years going back to Romans and being encouraged, Romans chapter 8. But here's what I want to just say with, share with you on today. Remember, the title is When It's Hard to Pray. And so what I'm going to do is share what I would like to call some nuggets and things that I have learned or I'm still learning that is helping me as I go through this journey. And I have seasons where I find myself um, it's hard for me to pray. Amen. And you know me, I, I will be transparent. I believe that transparency is what helps us. And even as someone that is um, in a position of leadership, I have to, you know, I have to be honest with myself. Um, I can't be useful if I'm not um, honest many times with myself. And I believe that that's something important for all of us is we cannot be useful for the things that God is using us for. Um, whether it's our family, personal or ministry, all of those are intertwined. We have to find the tools and the methods to assist us in these moments. So today, I just want to give you three things to remember. When you find it hard to pray, how do you get out of those moments? Or what are those ways? Or what is something that you can do to assist you or to help you? So remember the word of God in verse 26 in Romans 8 and 26, he says, in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. I want you to look at the word weakness. The first thing that we have to remember when it's hard to play, 
pray, I'm sorry, is to acknowledge that we are in a weakened state. Too many times as believers, we're told you need to get over that or you shouldn't feel that way. And a lot of times I find it that many of us, we don't even go to our brothers and sisters when we're having those moments because we feel embarrassed because we think they're going to judge us. And if we're honest, the church culture in many ways does that to us. And that's why as a body in this area has been affected so much because we can't be honest about when we are in a weakened state. So the first thing we got to do is acknowledge in those moments, in those seasons, when we find it difficult to pray is to acknowledge that we are weak. And when we acknowledge that we are weak, Many times we don't know what to pray for. Let's be honest, because we prayed and we've prayed prayers and we've even fasted and we feel like, well, God is not listening. Or if he is listening, when is he going to move on our behalf? So we find ourselves stuck in these moments, in these seasons. And yes, we love God. And yes, we, we haven't doubted who he is. But in our humanity, it is difficult when we have prayed prayers and we've prayed psalms and we have sang and we worship and we're fasted and we miss the opportunity to say to God, I am weak. Help me. I need you. And so now we find ourselves when it's time to pray, we don't know what to pray for. We all prayed out. So I remember I'm saying to you, the first thing you got to do is remember that you are in a weakened state. It says the spirit helps us in our weakness. When we do not know what we ought to pray for, right? So acknowledge that you're weak. And then it says that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us through wordless groans. See, when we acknowledge that we are weak, it gives permission for the Holy Spirit to act on our behalf. Verse 27, it says, and we who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. And I want you to understand, we know we have to acknowledge our weakness because it gives permission for the Holy Spirit to act on our behalf. And the second thing I want you to understand, it says that the spirit intercedes for us, which I want you to understand in those seasons when you find it hard to pray and you're acknowledging to God that, hey, I am weak. I want you to understand the second thing is that you are not alone even in your admittance of your weakness, you are not alone because the Holy Spirit is praying for you on your behalf. Oh, that's something to shout about. Glory. Thank you, God. You don't know what I've been fighting these last months or even this day or this week. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Understand there's a Godhead that exists. The Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit in one. And look, what's the beautiful thing it says, but the spirit himself intercedes for you and I through wordless groans. So watch this. When we don't know what to pray for, we've prayed out and we've cried out and we worshiped out and we fasted out. 
We've admitted that we are weakened. And then it says right here in the word of God in Romans um, 8 and 27, it says the Holy Spirit intercedes for us with wordless groans. There is a connection when you are connected to the Godhead. See, that's something we don't have to figure out what he's saying or what they're doing because it's already being done for us. So listen, we remembering that the, we acknowledge that we're weak and that gives God permission. It gives the Holy Spirit permission to act on our behalf. And the second thing, we recognize that the Holy Spirit is praying on our behalf and that we are not alone. And then the third thing I want us to look at what it says in verse 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And here's what I want you to remember right here. The third thing I want to remind you of today is to believe in God's promises for your life. Listen, life is not always pleasant. Sometimes it's downright chaotic. Right here, the word of God is saying, and know, and we know that in all things, I, I, I said the third thing we got to do is believe. Listen, even when we find ourselves in a depressed state or feeling hopeless or those emotions have become overwhelmed, we still got to believe beyond the doubt, the doubt, the doubt that every word that God has said and his promises to us, that we believe it. The word says that we know that in all things that God works for the good of those who love him. I don't know who I'm speaking to today, but I know I'm speaking to myself. Thank you, God, for loving me enough that even when I am in a weakened state that you're interceding for me, you got to believe that when he says all things work together, that all things are working together on our behalf. Yes, I know life is not always pleasant. Sometimes it's downright chaotic. However, we have to believe, that's the key word, in our hearts. It will work out for our good according to God's will for our lives. Listen, what we see as good doesn't always look good to the natural eye. you got to understand that God knows and he sees. He said it works out for our good, for the will of God for our lives. we got to know what the will of God is for our lives. Because sometimes what we think is not what God wants for our lives. Yes. We are living in a fallen world where evil seems to prevail. And if we're on as many of times, we are pressed on every side. But remember, even in the good, bad times and the uglier times of life, God is our father. And our hope and our salvation comes from Jesus So when it's hard to pray, my brothers and sisters, I'm going to leave you with these three things. First, acknowledge your weakness. Acknowledge that in this season or this moment that you're weak. That's not a bad word to my brothers who are listening. It's a vulnerable word. Remember, it says that God who searches our hearts 
knows the mind of the spirit. Acknowledgement is confession. It releases us from the humanity of our ego. We're saying, God, here I am. I am weak. I need you to step in. Paul said it best. He said, even in our weakness, his grace is sufficient for us. The second thing, remember, when we find it hard to pray, that the Holy Spirit is praying on our behalf. We are not alone in this season of our lives. And thirdly, when we find it hard to pray, we must believe in God's promises for our lives. I know the word of God tells us that we all have sinned. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. But here's the simple thing. I know that many of you who are listening are believing believers in Jesus Christ. And I'm so grateful for all of the 45,000, over 45,000 people that are listening to this podcast that have listening. Listen, I thank God for you. You don't understand. And if you don't know my history and this walk with this podcasting thing to say I'm three going on four years in and there's over 45,000 people listening to what God is saying. I am so honored and humbly grateful that he chose me. But listen, you are listening and maybe you don't know this, this man that I'm talking about called Jesus Christ. Salvation is what it's all about. It doesn't take a rocket science. It doesn't take all of that. It takes a believing heart. I just share with you, God searches the hearts of people. I don't care what you look like. I don't care where you live. It doesn't matter. Any of that doesn't matter. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is what we just celebrated Resurrection Sunday or Easter Sunday. It was, it was about the salvation or the salvation of Christ. If you want us to pray with you, you can email us at beingloveinactionpodcast at gmail.com. We will pray with you. We have intercessors that pray for us. So we're praying for you if salvation is what you're looking for. It's a personal thing between you and God. And maybe you're listening and maybe it's it, you are saved, but maybe you haven't been walking with Christ like you used to because you've been broken, you've been hurting, and you feel that you've been abandoned by God. Listen, he's never left you. He said he would never leave us nor forsake us. Right here in this chapter that I'm reading in Romans, he says nothing will ever separate us from his love. In verse 37, he says through him, for I am convinced, he says, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, nor any death, he said, will stop us or separate us from the love of God. He loves us. Come on back right now. God is waiting for you. Amen. I thank you for tuning in today and I pray that you were blessed through the word of God. If you would like to connect with us and share your testimonies with us, 
share your testimonies or how you were blessed through the podcast. Send us prayer requests via email. Leave us a comment. All of our contact information will be listed below in the description. It is always an honor and a pleasure to be among my pod, uh, my Being Loving Action family, which is the Blea family. And listen, until next time, remember this. These three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. That's 1 Corinthians 13 and 13. Now go out into the world and be love in action. My prayer for you today is Psalms 121 verses 7 through 8. May the Lord will keep you and your family from harm. He will watch over your lives and the Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. God bless you. And until next time, you have an amazing day. Blessings, everyone.